The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All-Star Comics, Amazing Action Comics, Luton XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books, with more locations coming soon. You can find out more at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 121 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. And I'm Nikki Robinson. On Thursday the 18th, our friends at Planet Thunder are holding the premiere of their new film, Mono. Here to talk about it are directors Mickey Reese. Mickey Reese. <laughs> For Chapman. the video. Uh, Kate Brazel. John Burton. And Jacob Layton Burns. They're on either side. I should have planned that a little better. Oh, well. <laughs> We're not used to video yet. And, uh, oh, an act- actress, La- Lauren Fritz. Lindsay. Lindsay. See? And I can't remember my own writing. <laughs> Do it again. We'll fix it in post. I don't know if we can. Everything. It's an actress, Lauren Fritz. <laughs> Still, Lindsay. <laughs> Everyone, welcome to the Okie Now, now we're keeping it in. Now we're keeping it in. How about, and actress, Lindsay Fritz. Yay! Hey. Really sorry about that. Okay. So, welcome, guys. Just, uh, what's what? tell us about this, this movie you guys got going on. Yeah. Well, I can give you the whole synopsis if you'd like. I'm sure. Um, well, it starts out... Uh, Lindsay, who plays uh, Molly, literally the whole movie is based on her. Molly uh, is kind of partying. She's a he- pretty heavy partier, hanging out with her boyfriend. You know, it's kind of late. Now, her boyfriend is a fish man. I don't know if you've seen Shape of Water. Yes, I was about to say. Yeah. Finger <laughs> on the is pulse, like you guys. Yeah. Is a, yeah, we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> just what are you going to do? You just got to roll with it. But he's a fish man. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they have their kind of thing that they do. And, yeah, whatever. I don't want to give too much away. You know, sure, sure. And the next morning she goes and jogs. And some stuff happens in the park. You know, we're not going to get into it. Anyway, so that, that section is directed by Kate Brazel. It's wonderful. <laughs> The next section, directed by John Burton here, is uh, Molly going to work. So she goes to work. She's got a, a female co-worker and a male co-worker. A male co-worker is kind of a, what's the word? He's just kind of a dork, kind of a loser. Uh, her boss is a fish man. <laughs> the whole thing, this whole like world that we've created, huh. fish men live Are along. Are a thing. Sure. They're, they're a thing. Uh, anyway, so after work, she goes to her family. Um, of mother, father, some sister. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be realistic in this scenario. That's true. It's true. A whole family. Then she would be a fish person. Yeah, so yeah. it's, yeah, so you're right. My, my mistake. Next, she goes to uh, a club. Now, this is, oh, I'm sorry. The family is directed by me. Uh, her little family situation. Uh, no fishmen in that situation? Yes. You didn't Wouldn't go for thing. the fishmen? I'm just not a sci-fi guy. <gasps> anyway, uh, so then uh, she goes I to, wanted to uh, bring it down. She goes to a nightclub. That's uh, Laurent's section. Um, and uh, there's this woman there. You know, Laurent, he doesn't, like, want to, uh, you know, give too much away. So we, we kind of gather, you know, as an audience, we gather that perhaps this girl that she meets at the bar... Um, 
is like an ex best friend or something of this ex boyfriend that she had who was a fish man. Fish man. She has right. a type. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, finally, uh, she goes home, and uh, there's like this big FBI craze. They're all after uh, this fish boy. Is it the Fishing Bureau of Investigations? Which is a, fish, a younger fish, you know, just not fish. I watch a lot of criminal man. Fish man, <laughs> fish boy. Like I think it's even called Fish Boy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, so we kind of end up there, and it's a really interesting movie, to oh. say the least. Well, everything you said is 100% true. None of that was uh, fabricated or a lie. <laughs> There's definitely fish everywhere. Yeah, and in what? fact, that was the plan. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> we had two ideas. Fish people. Yeah, we had this meetup, and we didn't really tell anyone how many fish there would be. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know if that would be something they'd be all interested in. Exactly how many fish people are in the movie? No, that would be telling. No. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Like extras and everything. A non zero. I, I just want to know how much special four. effects <laughs> makeup you had to, guys had to do. A non zero number of fish people. And I guess that, that is the question. What makes a fish person? Well, this particular fish man uh, in all of the sections. When a fish mom resembles and a fish that daddy other fish man in Hellboy? Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> oh, he yeah. He's kind of like that. Oh, I mean, your options that. are basically so that or like Jason it. Momoa. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, it's you're definitely yeah. saying something about yeah, about your him. your choices, or well, or a, a type. Yeah, a yeah. your fish type. type. <laughs> with that being said, we don't want to give away too much of the movie, but uh, I mean, there really isn't fishmen in it. There's no fishmen. <laughs> Wait, what? A, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was lying to this it's just, it's just kind of a distraction. But I'm guessing the the idea is that all five of these sections surround one person, and that's Lindsay's care. Mm-hmm. Correct. Why Why did we decide to do that? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I feel like they like a challenge, but <laughs> there may be a more robust answer. Yeah, so it kind of came from uh, me and uh, who else was there? John was there. We're hanging out at Mickey's house. Uh, Not me. A um, long time ago. And uh, we were there to watch a rough cut of his then latest film, uh, Mickey Reese's Alien, which is incredible. One at Dead Center this year. Mm-hmm. Um and so we, at some point in the night, we kind of joked about, like, oh, it'd be cool to, like, do something like New York Stories or whatever, like, kind of an anthology thing. Um, and, of course, I left that night thinking, oh, there's no way it's going to happen. Um, and then, of course, uh, then Mickey and John, and we ended up setting a few meetings about it, and then just as we were going, uh, and then we ended up uh, bringing on uh, Laurent and Kate into the mix as well and it just kind of from there we just kind of together kind of came up with like okay how can it we don't want to just make a anthology thing we want to do something a little bit different and so like what's kind of the connective tissue and so then that's how we came around to well let's have one character that we in one day and we just follow and then we just each of us will take a different section of the day you know I think I, I feel like we also kind of thought okay well we could tie everything together with a theme or we could tie everything together with like a plot that's really not like as much fishermen. Yeah, like, <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Hey, but it's really not as much fun because too. you know each of us is so different as a director and, and what we're interested in. And we thought, okay, well, it'd probably be more fun for us and more fun for the audience eventually to have kind of, you know, five different styles, five different ways of looking at things. Um, and so, yeah, the idea of taking one character, putting her through one very strange day, 
It's yeah, almost like really that game you play when you're a kid where you do like one or two sentences of a story and then someone else does one or two sentences of the story and you just go around. The telephone game. The telephone. Oh, gosh. Yes. That's definitely how I approach the writing process. <laughs> yes. 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 I played that with my nieces and nephews and it was about my nephew and we were telling the story about my nephew and he we tried to end up making him the bad guy but then every time I get to, back to his turn he tried to correct whatever wrongs <laughs> we had done. So did you ever feel like it was that process? It's like, oh, they... Oh, why'd they do that? I gotta kind of yeah. How, how much <laughs> kind of fix this? How much were you all aware of each other's parts of the story, or did you did you kind of draw firm lines in the sand and say, no, no, when she's at work, it's mine. So, <laughs> you know, we, I won't tell. How did you handle that? For the most part, particularly like again with the writing process, like I waited until the person who you know was before me to kind of inform what I was going to write. And okay. Kind of built on what was already kind of created. I don't think everyone did that, but. That was the easiest way for me. To make it more cohesive. To make feel. it more, that's how my brain works. Yeah, so that, that's also that. how I would have approached it yeah. as well. I think well, I think what was helpful for us was when we initially decided that we were going to do um, one character in one day, we broke it up into times of day, and that helped a lot. Oh, so you get, so. like, breakfast, morning, afternoon. Right, 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 you? like, the morning hours, and John wanted to... To do, he he had this concept for a for work, and it went from there. So. And John, you started this whole thing, right? The, the, you have the first je- first part, is that correct? You had the I have number two. Who so had I, Kate yeah. has she had number one. Yeah. Okay, so Kate, why did you? What, what what? How did you start us out? How did how does how do you why how do you, you introduce away. us to the characters? What are you doing? Because that's a that's a big part. part. Is well, um, I didn't want it to be generic. Like if it's in a twenty-four hour period, I didn't want it to just be as following her getting out of bed because. That's something we all do. Let's (laughs) let's do something different. Um, So I did something a little different. And um, also, what really kind of inspired me for this piece, and I don't want to really go into it without ruining it, um, was I saw kind of a crazy event the day that I went to meet them and Mm. talk about this entire concept. So um, my portion stems a little bit from that, I think, and kind of went from that. Oh, that's some powerful... Serendipity. <laughs> I, I, I know, yeah, I know. My story came to me. In <laughs> <laughs> a vision, it happened in front of me. It all unfolded. And John, you had the second one. How did you follow off on that? Well, yeah, no. So I, I, I can easily see how people would be kind of wondering, okay, how exactly does this work? You have five stories. They have to not contradict each other. Mm-hmm. They have to not just totally destroy what the last one right. did. Um, but it's really kind of hard to put a finger on exactly how that happened. There was a night where we all had really, really rough ideas of what we wanted to do. And we discussed them and we realized, okay, yeah, none of these really do conflict with each other much. And so mm. we can tweak them, we can make them work. To where it's um, still your stories. Yeah, but yeah. So there, there was kind of a moment where all five of us had the beginnings of an idea, but it hadn't been written. And then we kind of went home and wrote them and made it specific with the idea of, okay, I know what's coming before and after my bit. Um, so yeah, so mine, I think mine was probably the easiest one to do that because, you know, you go to work and you kind of, I, I think most people are kind of a different person at work than yeah, they are yeah. mm-hmm. every oh, part yeah. of their life. So I kind of got to steal Molly for my own little section of the day and <laughs> have her do pretty really much whatever nice. I wanted. So. Right, because it's a work environment. Rather I'm than so much meaner at work than I am in real life, <laughs> so I can totally get God, that's that terrifying for your coworkers. <laughs> I work at a warehouse, so oh, it's you like you three? gotta be me. Uh, Mickey Reese, actually. Mickey had uh, three. I had the third one. Uh, and you had the family scene, yeah, right? Yeah, she, so, which uh, is, so again. So we introduce, you know, her 
her family, where she com- where she comes from, right. and uh, we actually shot ours first. Mm-hmm. So it was, she. I was about to ask about the shooting order because I can imagine that that would be because. It's never consecutive. I'm, I'm going to hear a little bit. You know, we got here from directors, but I'm really interested right. in this. You're the only thread through the whole thing. What was that like for you and shooting it out of order? Okay, sorry. You well, jumped you <laughs> jump to, jump to a question I'm very curious about. Yeah, yeah, no, so, that's, yeah. That's what um, I was into that for sure. Well, I mean, I think most things, I don't think I've ever really had something where we shot, like, completely in order. Like, right. on yeah, sure. So, I mean, I was used to that part of it. Um, I guess for me, I just kind of had to keep like in my head at all times, kind of just like what had happened like in the segment before and what was mm-hmm, going to happen mm-hmm. in the segment after. So I just had to kind of like know like chronologically where I was. So to know what I had, you know, experienced before in the last segment, what I was um, doing at the moment. But Because as far as you're concerned, I, I mean, I, I don't, I haven't got to see the movie yet. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I'm sure though I know some of your styles and how different they are. But as far as you were concerned, you were like, I'm going to find a kernel of Molly, and she is going to be Molly in every single one of these films, no matter what is going on around her? Or were you just kind of adapting to um, the script and the style? A little bit oh, of both. Little both. Yeah. A little both. We had a big argument about, I was like, no, you got to have an accent. Even though <laughs> <laughs> this is what fish people sound yeah. like. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a challenge. They sound <laughs> Irish. Cockney just for my part. Yeah. I don't know why, Mickey, but you do oh. strike me as a guy that would be like, Let's put an accent in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of going back to the thing, I already forgot who it was that said it, but about, be, you know, being different, at, it was you, being different at work as opposed to, mm-hmm. like, with right. your family. That was kind of what I really held on to and what I thought was really interesting about the project because I do think that, um, you know, as people, we have so many different facets, so you're going to be Definitely. different around your coworkers swear. than you would be around your significant other as you would be around your family and you know, yelling friends, at your kids and then right. yelling at so your friends. So, exactly. <laughs> the way you are on your own compared to mm-hmm. being at a bar, compared to being at work, mm-hmm. it's all totally different. So right. So you, kind of, you kind of fed off that. It's almost yeah. as if a different person's directing you in each of these situations. <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, um, you like how I tie that? Yeah, right so that's really what I kind of <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> too worried about... I mean, I think for the most part, there aren't any, like, drastic change it even though they are different genres mm-hmm, in the different mm-hmm. film or in the different segments there's not any like drastic changes to her character where i had to figure out why she would suddenly be doing this oh, okay yeah not. yeah so yeah for the most part i really just drew on that idea of like well she's gonna act differently here because these mm-hmm. are this is a different situation mm-hmm. it's different a different part of her day yeah exactly right. different environment and so mickey you had the, the family mm-hmm. um and, w- and so this was it was a totally different cast yeah, mm-hmm. deal with except for uh, except for Lindsay. Cool. Well, that's that's a question for is are you Lindsay? You are the only cast member that appears in each one, or is there some overlap? Well, or is there I like th- for the most part? I think there's one. Other if we can answer that without yeah, giving things think, away, because I, I know we'll spoil anything. I will <laughs> yeah. say that uh, Kate actually has a small part, and she's in two different segments. Okay. Oh, there we go. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she so forgot. <laughs> So Kate pulls an Alfred yeah. Hitchcock twice. <laughs> Make sure you look for that. I, th- I think I like besides uh, the two of us, I don't think anyone else. Well, I, I mean, I was in my section, and I tried to be in some of the other sections. <laughs> I really <laughs> wanted to. Yeah, you know, we did auditions and stuff, and I just didn't cut the mustard. You just kept going up on the set. behind the camera. Just always seemed to be yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting structurally that we have a couple of segments before we get to the family, which you just characterized as where she comes from. So we've kind of got to know her a couple times mm-hmm. before we get to where she comes from. That's... 
That's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. That that was great for me though because we did shoot that one first. Right. So I had that whole uh, kind of mindset already of like where she does come from and what her family is like mm-hmm. and what she's dealing with just on that level, like before I shot the other segment. So I think that helped me a lot. Was that a conversation or kind of lucky um, draw? No, it was just luck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just, yeah, yeah. When you, when you I shoot other stuff to do. It was like, we got to hurry up and get this done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so, so number four. Who had number four? Yeah, that was me. So I was interested, once we'd seen kind of her work life and her family life, kind of seeing what, what her past was like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of explored, there's a character in mine that is from her past, and it kind of reveals certain things about things that preceded everything. So... Um, and I thought it would be interesting to see kind of how that had evolved over time with all the experiences that she has at, up to that point come into, come into contact with. Wow. Yeah. So that's... That, that's big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did not go easy it's, on it's yourself. I, didn't, I, thought, I thought I had at the time. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to take all these past experiences and... And why is Molly Molly? Yeah. <laughs> and was was it a joke? Is there this a thing that takes place at a bar or a club, or was it that part of the fish bar. person? No fish okay, I was just people, checking. But, um, <laughs> that was part of the tall tale of yes, fish people. Yes, something happens in a bar for with the character from her past. Right. So, so that did you kind guys of ties in as well to something you would have had to have already known before you went into your day? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know this person. Although it's the the situation would come up later. Yeah. That would. Yeah, I, I kind of, I tried to keep that in mind, like, that she's, you know, in addition to what she's dealing with through her day, she's also dealing with some subconscious things that mm-hmm. she's maybe trying, like, not to think about, but are still obviously affecting um, what she's going through, so. Yeah. Um, and then, Jacob, you had number five. Yeah, I finished this off. Um, so, for me, after I'd read everybody's scripts and everything, um, and, and as you guys will see when you see the movie, Molly has, like, a really horrible day. Um, <laughs> really. Molly's really, really With bad. With this crew, day. I can't imagine. <laughs> um, and so I kind of felt like that the, the character deserved to have like kind of a, um, a little fun. Like she still has a terrible time in mind as well, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I kind of felt the need to kind of wrap things up and kind of, right. kind of I also wanted to go kind of big and kind of do something uh, to kind of uh, Are you the one that exciting. brought the Fishing Bureau investigations in? Yes. He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Because I remember s- that being We're mission. selling this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I really hope they love Shape of Water. <laughs> hey, they got, a, I got nominated for a lot of awards. The hardest because you got, you're trying to do, for beginning and for end, mm-hmm. you're trying to do a full overarching story uh, with a beginning or and an end. Or are you? Yeah. But well, yeah. you also try to do, I'm guessing, a beginning, middle, and end within your own segments. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, what was interesting, when I, I noticed this early when everybody kind of presented their scripts to each other, um, is that even though we didn't really, like, come up with an arc that we all were supposed to follow or mm-hmm. anything like that, but just kind of naturally there is kind of an arc to the character, um, which I thought was really interesting. And I know me and Lindsay had a lot yeah, of conversations about that before we shot. There's kind of an arc, and there's also kind of an overall theme, I think, that yeah. we each just kind of went to. And yeah, exactly. found that interesting. Exactly, yeah. So, like, each segment definitely feels very unique and different from each other. But, like, mm-hmm. when you step back and look at it, um, there actually is kind of a cohesive arc for the character, which is so really although cool. It's, That's it's, fantastic. It's a play in five acts. I'm really excited. You can really see that it's, it's, a, full, <laughs> it's a full show. Yeah. Uh, regardless of the fact that all five segments are, are separately directed, uh, separately written, separately uh, created, 
you can actually see the overarc throughout the entire right. film. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Idea space is weird. <laughs> right. That shared that sh you know like that this yeah, yeah. is it's weird how that when it works out it's it's like it's kind of miraculous. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So who do you think is like the most oppositioned as far as like writing style and who are most similar writing styles because I've had the experience I play Dungeons and Dragons a lot and like sometimes my DM doesn't know what she's gonna do and I'll like <laughs> throw her a bow and I'll be like oh we should go find a homunculus she's like yes a homunculus we're going on a quest for a homunculus <laughs> so you know is there any like uh, relationships like that where you're like when one's stuck the other one's like here's a good prompt for you or I did anyone pull from anyone? Yeah, there did anyone I was pull say, I think from we're all we're, We are all very diverse, but I think Mickey and me definitely like dialogue. Okay. Mm. I think Jacob and John definitely don't. Or, or, or less so. Or I mean, I should say, yeah, not because they have bad dialogue. Let me clarify that. Because they're more visual. They're more visual artists, is what I mean. Um, they this, Their stories are told definitely more cinematically. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Dialogue can be good and bad in, in film. It's it just kind of depends on the situation. So, yeah, yeah. You know, don't, yeah. Don't you know? If, if something has a lot of dialogue, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not an inherent judgment call. But they don't yeah, like they, dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like it. So okay, so you you've you filmed these. That where I was was actually going to go to Lin Lindsay. Where you're 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 going through all these. You're dealing with these different directors. Each one has a different style. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with each one? How of these do you deal with these styles? crazy people? <laughs> um. I mean, I think it wasn't it wasn't something I thought about too much, like mm -hmm. the different styles. I guess I just tried to stay true to whatever I thought, you know, she would be experiencing in the moment and just kind of went off, you know, their direction. But I don't think I tried to make like stylistic choices myself necessarily. Like mm. in Which director did you like the least? No, no, Nikki, Nikki, oh. the person, sorry, Nikki, Nikki is not the worst, my co-host Nikki is the worst, I'm asking the big now question. I'm the worst, I don't know, anyway, go ahead, <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll answer that, me, I am the worst, I'll tell you why, okay, I will specifically tell you why, and on once you, uh, once you see my piece, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but there are probably, something in the realm of 200 reaction shots. In <laughs> <laughs> 15 minute piece. Oh That's fantastic. God. And I will tell you that I made Lindsay do probably 30 or 40 of them with nothing to react to because the <laughs> other actors had to leave set or were somewhere else for the day or something like that. So she had to do that off of nothing. And so... Yeah, she was amazing, and <laughs> you were the worst. Very gracefully, and you are the worst. I was feeling very sorry for her the whole time. So no, it's fun. I mean, that's always like, I don't know. It's a challenge. It's always cool, like when you do see the final product, because then you're like, right. oh, that's what I was reacting to. Right. <laughs> I think anytime you're doing film, the the it's it's funny to see people come out of their own film that they've done and go, well, I didn't actually expect that, or I did, you know, because. You really don't know in film with a play. You just go out and that's what you do, and, and the audience sees it and everything's done. But there's this magic with a film, with editing, with with sound, with music. There's so much that gets added later that you don't know what you're going to see. Mm -hmm. What was the the time frame? Not um, I guess filming time frame. Like how how long? And were there breaks in between? Oh yeah, yeah. Or well, we shot we shot Mickey's in April, and then I think there was about like a month in between oh to when we shot yours. Yeah. And then I think we shot we shot Laurent's in July. I yeah. want to say right. Yeah. And then Kate's, 
or no and then we shot yours also in july, july. or august mm-hmm. and then um Kate's, I think we started in September, but it was just, we could only really do this on weekends. So it wasn't like we were shooting all the time and it wasn't every weekend either. Um, We finally finished shooting, I think in November, like early November. Our last day of pickups, um, excluding the ADR that we did. Mm -hmm. Um, So almost six months total. For, yeah, from from April to Yeah. And you got it all edited and everything in like a month (laughs) and a half. because everybody was kind of responsible for their own this is this is part of the reason yeah, why yeah. this challenge oh, so you had was so you know um, mm-hmm. was was doable because otherwise i feel like it would have been over i mean it was ambitious as it was yeah. but because we all had our own self content we were responsible for our own segment you know then we only had to fo- it's like i'm really just focusing on a short film that's mm-hmm. all i have to yeah, think about yeah and in the end we'll figure out little nuances that need to change when mm-hmm. we see it as one piece but uh-uh. will will the audience be able to tell when one ends and the next one begins will there be a, like credits or anything like I that? mean I guess there's an obvious you go to work or leave work but I mean is there they'll know <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it'll you like it's, some of it changes formats or changes color things oh, okay. like that mm-hmm. But um, the fun part is just guessing who's it's who's. who's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's. Uh, but, it, but is there a, an obvious cutoff like a, there's again, no like credits or? Yeah. No, we don't have. No, we don't. We didn't. Then it's consistent. definitely. Five yeah. There's definitely no yes. chapter yes. titles. Yes. 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 <laughs> that's what. So and now. basically, it should seem. Although yes, there will be different styles. You can see that. It will be, seem seamless to anyone who's just watching it if they're not looking for. It should. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it should still seem awesome. like one film. We, we tried to hide them. A little bit, but they're, they're still very visible. Well, like, we, uh, we between mine and Mickey's, uh, the last shot of mine, um, Mickey helped half direct it, and then the first few shots of his IDP'd them to try to kind of blur that line a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's still obvious. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I mean, that's going to be, I wouldn't want it to be too seamless. I mean, that's kind of the, that, if, right. if it were, t- I don't know, if it were too seamless, Either, again, that idea space miracle happened that you couldn't have predicted or it would be like you guys worked together and meshed yourselves a lot more in each other's mm-hmm. process. And, I mean, I've worked with uh, writers. I've worked by myself as a writer. I've worked with other people. And it's always different, but it is, yeah, I, I think I think I'm glad to be able to see a little bit of the seam. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it makes sense for this project to me. To me. Yeah. This project I'm just going to watch. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I, How you know. How long is the movie in total? Mm-hmm. 75 minutes. Is that right? Yeah, hour and 15. Like hour and 15. My question is, you took six months to shoot this. How do you deal with continuity? <laughs> well, actually, like, <laughs> hair grows. I mean, there are things that happen. It was yeah. difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lindsay was actually, that was another huge asset with her between all of us. Because, like, we each had our own crews for our own segments. We just used our own people. And so um, a lot of times, like, as far as, like, wardrobe or makeup and stuff like that, we had to rely on Lindsay to be like, okay, what... What were you wearing? What was, you know, what was this? How were you in, in Laurent short or whatever? Like, so I had to, like, I had to figure out how to get her to have a wardrobe change in mind because, like, Laurent had changed her, yeah. she changed clothes mm-hmm. in Laurent's segment. And so, like, we had to think about those things. And so Lindsay was really great about making sure we kept the continuity as far as, like, her character. She also um, had four less eyelashes in mind than she did in the one. <laughs> I was really not okay with it, but whatever. <laughs> didn't like what I had her in, so he changed so her. He changed and then her of course, changed. Jacob didn't like what Laurent had her in, so he had to change her too. So the whole movie's just her changing clothes. <laughs> 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 that's the scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 that's the scene. 
team you can see. <laughs> when it's oh, she changed clothes. New, new, new director. We it's like it. Final Fantasy X two. <laughs> oh, the gamers got it. <laughs> so, so you you got, it, but I, I do want to know. Did you like make sure that your hair stayed the same length, the same style for six months? I tried to. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Well, especially when there is so much time in between, like breaks in between. Mm-hmm. Um, I would try and like you know go back and like look at pictures like on my phone from around that time to make sure that I was like not too different. Final but, scene uh, selfie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I need to look like at the beginning of the next one. So, and also, I'm guessing you said you had the same makeup crew for all five. Is that right? No. No. no, no, no it was different for everyone. Yeah, so, I didn't yeah, even again, have there's makeup. another part of continuity. Yeah. We just. Sure well, I know uh, Lorenzo and Jacobs. We did have the same makeup. Oh, okay. that's right. Person. Oh, yeah. But uh, everyone else was di- was different. You had your I own crews and had to deal with again making this. I don't want to say completely seamless because we're again we're talking about five a cohesive, shows, but right? But cohesive, I think that's a great cohesive. great term uh, to make sure that there's a cohesive flow throughout the entire thing. Yeah, that must have been difficult. Yeah, sure. Well, but it also <laughs> sounds like it also sounds like you guys. I mean, you had actual color cha- color palette changes, and I mean lighting changes, yeah. and all that stuff's going to affect too. makeup too. So yeah, some of it's yeah, like some of it's the c- cinemascope, and some of it's like sixteen. <laughs> Is it really okay? Yeah. Is each it's, it's it's 75 minutes. Was so each person's piece 15 minutes Roughly. exactly, or do they? Yeah, around there. Roughly. Yeah. And you just, so you just kind of went, okay, we're going to shoot this. It's trying to do a 15 minute short film, basically. Um, and if it works to 15, if it works to 14 or 16 or whatever, right. you're in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. correct. Yeah. That must have been very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, Strangely. Yeah, we we. We did a lot of like planning and talking ahead of time, but we also, um, but we also didn't want to like overplan it. We didn't want to yeah, like yeah. we we definitely wanted each segment to feel unique, and we wanted each director's um, style and approach and everything to come across. Um, and so, um, yeah, like I think in the beginning, I think we aimed for our scripts to be like 15 pages long. Some were shorter, some were, and then once we looked at everybody's lengths, like it ended up being about averaging out about. 15 so uh. I think there was a trap we avoided there which was being so just excruciatingly precise that we didn't make the movie you know what right. I mean yeah. right yeah right um, so I think if and I I take no credit for this because I think I was on the team of being excruciatingly precise at first <laughs> um, but I think if we had just decided okay things have to be razor down to 15 pages you know the beginnings and endings have to look identical you know all of that stuff we we wouldn't have made it and it certainly wouldn't have happened in a year so yeah yeah would have been more painful wait you just said a year was that a off the cuff or were you guys about six months of prep and then six months of shooting i mean not not each of you six months of shooting but well i think all together march i think is when we started talking. oh that's right that's right yeah Yeah, i was gonna say i think the first meeting i went to i want to say was like Either late late February or early March, so that like that was when we were talking about. We didn't yeah. Shooting well, I yeah. remember you guys had right. an event in April, didn't you, last year for Mono? Oh, the meetup. Yeah, the meetup. Yeah. yeah, the meet yeah. Up. yeah. yeah. I was, did you audition? I had to work. No. Okay, good. Sorry. <laughs> so you guys already knew right off the bat. So this, this is the the well, person you. Not really. We should, <laughs> we should go into that. I think it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, let's hear about that. that. Um, well, Kate, Kate was the only one that actually knew me because I we've been friends for uh, like five or six years. Forever. And we've done a bunch of stuff together. Mm-hmm. So she was the only one that knew me. And then I don't remember the exact. <laughs> we had a meeting and 
Why are y'all looking at me? <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> so, okay, so what happened, I think Go we're ahead. all like hesitating because we think it's weird. But yeah. um, so <laughs> we, what we did weird. was we, uh, each of us found an actor around here who we thought We'd well, like to first work of all, we, like you know, had to figure out, like, you know, if it was going to be male or female. Yeah. Right. Too. Yeah. So we, you know, we settled once on we it down, like, that it's going to be female, then, yeah, we got some females together. Yeah, but exactly. We didn't, uh, audition, a, like, you know. Some ladies. A binderful? A binderful ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, next. <laughs> we just each one of us uh, brought someone, and mine didn't show up. And uh, <laughs> this is a good way to get a job. <laughs> so we had four. Yeah. And uh, we just hung out. We just talked about oh, yeah. the concept and what we knew that we were going to do so far, which was in a day. I think we decided it was going to be in a day. And, um, and then let them ask us questions that we didn't know would be, even be questions until um, we all kind of figured it out. And then, yeah. then we kind of had a democratic vote <laughs> we also yeah. didn't uh you know we didn't bring anybody in that had been in a lot of movies yeah yeah that was part of the fun as well like we talked about was like we want to showcase somebody yeah that yeah exactly and also just you know we wanted to kind of expand our bubbles a little bit because mm. we each you know like uh, i'm a fan of mickey reese's movies but i don't get to work on mickey reese's movies because i'm doing my own stuff and so um it was cool to kind of expand our bubbles a little bit so that's why we kind of each brought in somebody who um, I think that was like a requirement that we had either hadn't worked with them extensively or something like that. Like right. someone we that was kind of new to mm -hmm. working with us yeah. as well. And Lindsay had just come back from LA. So. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. have you done any other films? I, yeah, but nothing, I mean, just like I've done student films. I did like sure. a, you know, like a web series. I've done little things. Um, I was on, Kate has, web series called Petty Girls that I was on um, and I've done like a lot of plays so just like random stuff here and there really so this is our big big breakthrough that really weird but organic process kind of I don't know how else you could have I mean well, let me say that a different way so directors get to be kind of the bosses of their own worlds you know by and large and so you've got five bosses of your own worlds that are trying to work together it was kind of overall going to have to be a pretty organic like you were saying if if it was too precise it wasn't going to happen so yeah that's a odd casting process but i sort of don't know how else you, you might have done it <laughs> and we we hadn't written anything At yet when we did it we so we didn't have yet. anything for them to read or anything you know, yeah audition yeah with. and so like that was part idea. of it yeah like we just had the general idea of following one character throughout a day um, at that point and so and that was kind of part of it like whoever we ended up going with we were going to kind of utilize that into our writing process like so we now we know that Lindsay is our our character um now we that gives us kind of a starting point for how to write for or as i like to call it you know tuesday <laughs> <laughs> john i think you had you oh had, uh, yeah so it was interesting um because like before the first day on my set, obviously Lindsay and I had talked about the character, talked about the part and all that, and I knew, you know, obviously respected Kate's taste enormously and knew she wouldn't have brought somebody who didn't have the chops, but I had never seen Lindsay act mm -hmm. until she showed up on set. So the very first take we did, it was kind of, can, can I cuss? Is that okay? Uh, no? Okay. Um, it was kind of a holy crap, okay, <laughs> you know, she actually, she's got it, and it, that was awesome. really, really like, okay, this is awesome, this is actually going to come together, so. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's it's got to be scary since you've never worked with the person before. Um, and did oh, you say that Katie, you had worked with Lindsay? I mean, oh yeah, many yeah. times. Oh, if I was yeah. terrible. In yeah. fact, I, I met <laughs> I met <laughs> Lindsay like, doing like, a Shakespeare play. Oh yeah. Um, back in 2012, I think it was. We did the. Twelfth Night. Oh, the Shakespeare play. Yeah, we met it. My favorite Shakespeare of all time. I love it. I wanted to be Olivia growing up. Olivia? That's what it was. Really? Yeah. Viola. Viola. There we go. Sorry. I didn't see Captain. Sea Captain. I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. I was not quite what you not quite what you wanted to grow up to be. No, no. Do you? Do you ever feel like, since you were working with someone that you were unfamiliar with, do you ever feel like a lot of directors just kind of stick with the same people that they're used to, and so they don't branch out, and so they kind of get stuck in a bubble? Or do you feel like it's safer that way for directors to stick with the same people? Or is it uh, a little bit of both? That can go either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it works for some people a lot, like uh, Leo uh, and Scorsese, you know, and Matt Damon, Depp and Burton, and Ben Affleck. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. If you can find someone to work with, you know, because directing is a difficult job, and if right. you can find, uh, it, it goes beyond just like actors; it extends to like the entire crew. Like that's why you use the same same people over again. Once you kind of find the people that. Um, it, it's not just about whether they can do the job. It's about like whether your personalities mesh yes. well mm -hmm. together, yes. whether you can actually um, <coughs> yeah, uh, help each other be better, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the, the latest Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi, uh, Ryan Johnson pulled in a whole bunch of people that he he'd worked mm -hmm. with before. Now, granted, they weren't in the film. They usually did cameos and they did voice work because these are people that he know he can he knows he can direct. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense. And J.J. Abrams, of course, plays in. He's, got He's a always hole. got Matt from Heroes. I don't know. He's in every one of the workers. But it's but it, that but then yeah. So this gives you the situation though to kind of get out of that bubble. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is, but I'm guessing can be refreshing. Now you don't have to name names, but have you have you all from that process? I mean, uh, of course, other than your your main actress. Um, found some folks in other people's crews that you might call on again? I mean, you guys wound up sharing a makeup artist. Is that typical, or was that new for this project? Or I think it was, yeah, I think it was new. Yeah, I think it was for some, like I'd worked with her, because me and Laurent have, he directed a feature. Just previously, I, was, yeah, we, yeah, I directed was, a feature, and yeah. we used her, and so I think we were already familiar with her, yeah. and, so, and so it just seemed like a, a kind of a natural transition. Yeah, exactly. She knew how to work with both of us, so. Yeah, yeah, and I tried to bring in, because we had our mono meetup a year ago, and where, it was kind of for actors to come and uh, meet us, but it was also for like crew people and other people who just want to be involved. So I definitely tried to grab some like crew people and stuff from that who I'll probably oh, yeah. didn't use. Yeah. And once you, but once you did have uh, the the script and you knew where you were going, then you had auditions for the other parts. Is that right? No. No. Nothing went was traditional in no, this, no, <laughs> this process. I mean, but honestly, I just uh, like to see. I would just like to touch on the fact that the way we did the auditions, I feel as an actor also is a lot more organic and freeing and liberating. And if the mm -hmm. audition world took note of that and did it that way, it'd be a much better world. Yeah, mm -hmm. just saying. I, I completely agree. I have to like, I'm so glad that it was the way it was. And it was just like a discussion and not because I hate auditions where because again, like you, if they hadn't written anything yet, so there was nothing, there wouldn't have been anything for me to read anyway, but I hate auditions where you go in and they're just like, well, we just want you to do, you know, some improv or just tell us a little bit about yourself. And right. I'm like, how does that, that right. doesn't tell you Be anything yeah. about, Be a monkey. Yeah, exactly, Be a monkey. Yeah. show you me a monkey. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Well, that's a really specific example. I feel like <laughs> it's happened to me. I feel like <laughs> strangely, oddly specific. Uh. And I think that we did a, for example, like one thing we referred to is like La La Land was out at the time whenever we started this process. <laughs> Sorry, Mickey. <laughs> um, and if, if for those who have seen that film, you know, Emma Stone has a scene where she does an audition and there's a song written about it. Um, and they, she doesn't have a script and they just tell her to tell us about yourself and we're gonna build a story around you, literally you and your personality, what you draw to it. And that's kind of what we did here. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that's why we did it, but it, we kind of said, hey, this is, this is mirroring life imitating art sort of thing. But, yeah. And it makes it uh, it makes it more comfortable. But uh, again, you know, of course, in in Hollywood's there's the cattle call. They've got to yeah. get yeah. through so many people. Uh, this was a situation where each one of you got to pull someone in that you knew, uh, which I'm sure has got to be. It allowed for that a little bit more easier. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no intimate conversations with two thousand people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be rough. So we've got this premiere coming up. Yes. Tell uh, us about those details. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's got the details on the premiere this Thursday? Um, it's at the Tower Theater on 23rd Street. It's at uh, 7 p.m. Yeah, so it's so, <laughs> the 18th of January. Um, 7 p.m. it starts, doors open at 6.30. Um, it is $10. And uh, the money goes to uh, charity. We've selected um, an organization called New View Oklahoma, who is, mm -hmm. uh, they enable... People who are blind and vision impaired um, and kind of help them uh, find work and uh, gain more kind of independence in their lives and stuff like that. Really, really, really great organization. I did a story on Fantastic. them helping people vote. Oh, no, nice. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They They're made great. sure that they could get, because it's different when you're vision impaired or blind yeah. to go vote. And so New View would gra gather all their people and go out and vote. So a really good charity. Well, yeah, yeah. They're They're very great. Cool. Yeah. 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 So the arts giving back to the community is kind right. of the process too. When we exactly, started. Yeah, that was yeah exactly. Like we wanted this to really be a community project. Like it's not just about yeah. us making a cool thing for ourselves. It's also like you said. Like we wanted to bring in new people that we hadn't worked with. We wanted to involve the community and stuff like that. And so it's yeah. hard. A lot of times we always think so much about films, and of course in this podcast we talk a lot about films. Um, it's sometimes hard to remember that that is an art form. Yeah, um, mm. and it's very important. To remember it as an art form and, and as part of the community. Right. So that's wonderful. So Tower Theater, seven o'clock, is when it starts. Yes. And, uh, boy, Please I, reserve I, your tickets ahead of time. You can actually yeah. purchase them now online if you wanted to. They have. A, yeah. I mean, they have it on the Tower Theater's seven? website. Mm -hmm. It starts at seven. The the film itself starts at seven. Yeah. Oh, but be there. But the doors open at six thirty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get phone. there. I'll be there. Calendar, got it. So, are you excited to see it? Have you seen yeah. it yet, Lindsay? Yeah. Okay. I've uh, I've seen it twice now. We had a little screening at um, John's house mm -hmm. like about like a month and a half ago, and then we had a sort of like a small like private uh, screening just for the people that worked on it, the casting crew. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So That's I've seen it nice. twice now. And so now, are you excited about bringing this out to the public? Yeah. It's something that you're confident in, and you're not going to be like, and I did this thing. No concerns yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, and we're done. My career is over. <laughs> Table flip. Um, so you're going to show it out to the public, and then how can people maybe view it Afterwards. Yeah, what happens we after the premiere? We haven't got that we, haven't <laughs> <laughs> we will discuss it. Is there any chance of it maybe going on to, I'm sure you guys are going to enter it to any film festivals. Is that, is that the idea? 
I no, see. no discussion at all. <laughs> no, they, they, no, I can believe it. I mean, this is a big project, and you've made it to the premiere. I mean, it just, yeah, it makes sense that you maybe haven't got that far. The the majority of the film festivals that we would ordinarily send it to frown upon you're having a very large public premiere first. Oh, mm. before. So, sure. I mean, you know, we, we, we might send it around, but um, results may vary just because of that. But we definitely wanted to have the big public premiere for new view you know that was a big part of um why people were even working on this thing in the first place so yeah but eventually the idea is to produce it some in some form fashion dvd or, or, or i'm sure we'll put it on some platform where people can watch it we yeah. just haven't gone over the details of how we would distribute it. We're surprised we made a movie. Sorry. I don't think it was died. We didn't mean to call this business meeting to order. We apologize. It was an innocent question, I swear. I don't think it will die at the at the premiere. Like, you know, we'll we'll find a life for it somewhere else. I mean, we called it world premiere, right? That would be kind of weird if it was just world premiere and then we're done and then we're on and nothing in the vault Irish goodbye the film will no longer exist very like the ET game well you have to show it again sometime because I have to work on Thursday at 7 so I want to see this so is there a possibility of more maybe showings at the Tower Theater I know Tower is working really hard at making sure that these kind of independent films are shown what I think is probably most likely is we'll probably I mean we have a lot of venues that we can like like district house for example um the uh, the um paramount has a has a theater we could probably host things in that nature like at different awesome. different times where yeah. the people can kind of come to a centralized place and watch it yeah sure because just in case anyone's busy on thursday and for like for example for clear me, your I'm schedules people morning, so. <laughs> this is it <laughs> I, have, I have to work friday in the morning so seven o'clock is my actual bedtime so. oh, seven o'clock is the time i go into work yeah. oh, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, so what I, I just want to kind of what Previous works has anyone done? I just kind of want to. Or what's the most? Them. What's yeah. the latest thing? What else would you guys like to talk about? Uh, each you of your individual. Any of your things. own personal stuff? Start down here with me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you done um, anything before this, Mickey? Yeah. I've have you done a, anything? Uh, I just uh, finished a movie. Finished editing. Um, that we shot in August. Right. Is it August? Yeah, August in Guthrie. It's called Strike Dear Mistress and Cure His Heart. And it's a horror film. Oh. And oh. the trailer for it will premiere at the beginning of Mana. Oh, that's cool. Oh, Very good. Nice. Yep. And you, you just a film called Aliens? Is that what I heard? Uh, Mickey's Aliens or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's called. That sounds. It's called, uh, that's different. It's called Mickey Reese's Aliens. It's called Prometheus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Elvis biopic. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, everyone. It's, it's really John, what are, you, what are you doing right now? Uh, I, I'm i the guy who hasn't directed a whole bunch mm -hmm. before this, but I, you know, DP'd and written a whole bunch of things. But, um, yeah, this is one of my first real directing projects. But I am in the process of directing a feature. Going to probably shoot that in March. It is a psychological thriller slash horror called Under and Under. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess probably stay tuned for that in 20, early 2019. So. Oh, awesome. Very cool. Lindsay? Um, I, I shot a horror film uh, a few months ago. I see a thing here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of horror films uh, called Hell's Bell. And then uh, I might have some things in the works with Kate like later on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's go, let's go to you, Kate. What are you doing right now? Um, 
So, are you talking about just like passion projects you can talk or just about like whatever? Whatever. <laughs> whatever you want to plug. Oh God. Let's see. No, I'm kidding. So many. Um, <laughs> so I, I've also got a trailer that we'll be playing, and it's I uh, did a documentary with my partner um, on Francis Ford Coppola when he came to town a few years ago, and we're just now setting that, like <laughs> pushing it out of the nest and giving it wings and seeing if it'll fly. So, cool. kind of excited about that. Um, and then I've also. And that is the trailer before Mono? That, or that is your trailer before Mono? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be there. And then, um, yeah, the web series that Lindsay had mentioned earlier. Oh, uh, kind of Petty, Petty Girls. Petty Girls. They are as silent. Petty Girls, they are as silent. So, I'm wanting to kind of revamp that. And then I've also, I'm writing like a couple of projects that I don't want to name now because they'll die. <laughs> That's what happens. I understand though. completely. Yeah. 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 Laurent. Yeah, I made my um, directorial debut um, this time last year. Um, at literally this time last year. We're in the month we were in the shooting process. Um, it's a comedy called You People that kind of deals with um, stereotypes and kind of racial politics in contemporary America. And that will um, premiere. The trailer for that will premiere as well. At the oh, nice. That's, this is a great opportunity for you guys to like just showcase That's why what we you made guys the movie. <laughs> 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 the reason was for the trailer. Was for the trailer. Well, some of us go to the movies for the trailers. Okay, yeah. trailers. Are the trailers are my favorite part. Yeah, did we mention the ads between each section? <laughs> <laughs> we had to finance this, this thing somehow. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Serious facing to the camera. That's a great idea. Um, Jacob, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, so um, I noticed that you Electric Nostalgia yeah, just got on say, Amazon. Speaking of advertising, <laughs> uh, Electric Nostalgia is now I, available on Amazon. Uh, if you have Prime, you can watch it for free, or if you don't have Prime, you can still rent it or uh, buy it digitally. I uh, recommend buying it. Me, I do as well. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because there's sometimes when the Wi-Fi goes out. Exactly. <laughs> Plan ahead. Um, and then it's also, or if you're into physical media, it is available on Blu-ray and DVD on our website. Um, and it's also available at DNA Galleries in the Plaza District and um, Speeding Bullet Comics in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, so there are no excuses why you cannot see Exactly. You have all the opportunities. Shout out to Speeding Bullet. That's my comic book store. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, telling everyone, Tower Theater at 7 o'clock on Thursday. Doors open at 6.30. Tickets are available ahead of time. Ten bucks. Remind me again the the charity that the money goes to. Uh, New View, Oklahoma. New View, New, New View, Oklahoma. Very and cool. And again, they're also very good as well. Uh, let me get. Uh, let's go back. We're gonna go back and just where can people find you on the World Wide Web uh, as far as Twitter, Facebook, uh, website. <laughs> if we want to keep abreast of your projects. Well, I, mean. I don't have any. I mean, I have a personal Facebook and a personal Instagram, like a regular person. I'm <laughs> just a regular <laughs> person. You know, a public figure thing or anything. Fair enough. Yeah. John, same, same, yeah. but probably even less so than Mickey. <laughs> 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 um, These are reasonable life choices. <laughs> I, yeah. Here's the thing about doing that: you know very well that whoever has reached out to you really wanted to when right. it, you mm -hmm. make it difficult true. to do that. You know? <laughs> so I make it as That's hard true. as possible. <laughs> Lindsay, where can people find you? Oh, I mean, same as them. Like, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's just my name. It's just <laughs> my I'm the only one, so. <laughs> That's easy enough. <clears throat> <Okay>. <clears throat> no. Uh, 
my it's it's my name on Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I never use it. I'm really really bad at Twitter. I, I don't like they just, they are Twitter obsessed. Yeah, I don't. I like it. Twitter. I, I, I just yeah. I don't know. And I guess I run the Instagram Facebook page, so I'm just like Twitter obsessed seems a little much. I just like Twitter. I don't know why. No, you you guys have tagged me, and I can't even find the original posts, and so I'm having like these random responses to a post I don't know what's going on to because I haven't been able to keep up. Half the fun of Twitter. Anyway, yes. Twitter just I, I I can't I can't even um, but, uh, but Instagram yes um, Facebook yes I've got the public figure page because because she's a public someone figure. told me to do it and I said okay um, and uh, yeah and so I've got I think those two are probably the best yeah. I don't know. if you want to follow me you can follow you can follow me on the same platforms Facebook Twitter Instagram if you want to follow the film uh, Facebook um, slash you people movie, and then also I have an Instagram and a Twitter for the film as well. There we go. Jacob. Um, so I think I, 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 uh, <laughs> I think I can account for all the social media stuff that they don't have. Uh, <laughs> so um, probably best would be to follow um, Planet Thunder has a Facebook account, Planet Thunder Productions, um, and then it's also on Instagram, uh, just at Planet Thunder. Um, and Twitter, same thing. And then uh, on Twitter, I am at Boom Digga Down. Boom Digga Down. Boom Digga Down. And uh, well, thank you so much for, for showing up, and we're looking forward to seeing uh, Mono this Thursday. Thank you so much. I'm going, unlike these people that, even though <laughs> I, I, I also get up at the crack of dawn, but I'm still going. You get up at the crack of dawn Excuse and sit in front of your computer. And write. You're no, not a. Oh. Yeah, I have to interact with he humans. Actually, he does actually have to teach people. <laughs> We're on the other side of the world, so I, I yes. I'm just saying, I'm still going to the movie. <laughs> the point is, I'm the best host. That is the point. Who's the least favorite Who, who's host? Who's your least favorite host today? <laughs> no, do answer that. I'll take that bullet because I asked the least favorite questions. <laughs> answered on social media. Thank you. Um, so that's gonna do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okigeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Okigeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. The Okigeek Podcast is brought to you by Oki Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All Star Comics, Action, Amazing Action Comics, Luden XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books with more locations coming soon. You can find out more at okiecomics.com. And Nikki, we'll start with you. Where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me on Twitter at Retro Robinson and on the Facebook page. And you can also find my new YouTube project poetically metal where i do poetic readings of metal songs that is amazing <laughs> it is amazing because they have great lyrics that you cannot understand i sort of wonder why they bother to write any of them down it's the one that opens the cd jacket and like reads. well a lot of times they won't put lyrics in there so you have to try and decipher what they're saying Oh, it's the old school of listening to the tape over and over again. Yes, well, except they're to trying to make it unintelligible. Yes. I don't understand. Anyway, I just don't get it. Okay, but, but that's my new project. Check me it's out great. on Check YouTube, out. Poetically Metal. Poetically Metal. Poetically metal. It's really fun. It's really amazing. <laughs> Josh, where can people find you? Uh, clearly, I'm obsessed with Twitter, so you can find me there <laughs> at Joshua Unruh. And I am talking about some new stuff that I'm doing, but I'm going to save the new project announcements till next week. Okay. It will make... So much more sense next next episode in. of Okie Geek. Yeah. yeah. And you can find me at 
KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Mickey Reese, Lauren Chapman, Kate Brazel, John Burton, Jacob Layton Burns, and Lindsay Fritz. <laughs> I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>